The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I'm your host with the most, as always, Mexi Pants. The man with a plan. If he can't do it, no one else can. Mexican. Coming to you live once again from Columbus, Ohio. Only this time in the wee hours of the morning. You may ask why. Why so early, Mexi? Why up? This early in the rain. Well, it is September. It is officially the 3rd of September. First podcast of September. And you know what that means. You've entered level 9 of Jumanji. No, just nobody cares about those stupid memes. It's officially Mexi's birthday month. So, with that being said, let's do... Some quick announcements for those who have been asking questions throughout the week. No, Mexi did not forget. Mexi is boycotting fantasy football this year. Well, why, Mexi? Why? Well, um, as you all know, a couple years ago, I boycotted the uh, Family League because it literally drives me nuts that... People who claim they know about football don't even enter the draft, get a bunch of players, and then somehow magically win the league by barely doing anything throughout the season. It, it, it drives me nuts. There should be a penalty in every league if somebody does not enter the scheduled draft. Because Correct me if I'm wrong, but every... Every fantasy football draft schedules a time that's most convenient for the majority of the people. If the person agrees to be on auto-draft, then okay. But if somebody doesn't even care to even say anything and just doesn't show up on the auto-draft and gets a bunch of players, no. They should be penalized because that is just ridiculous. Especially if later in the season, they don't do anything with these players. They just sit there. And then last year, I boycotted my buddy Money Mike's League because, as I said, if you're going to allow, if it's going to be sanctioned that collusion and collusive trades are going to be allowed so that one person doesn't drop their players because they're having a shitty season, I'm sorry, but no. It was actually the more legit leagues I, I was in. I won it once. But yeah, no. If you if you can't prevent that from happening and there's people that do that, no, I don't want to be associated with these people. No. Besides, there's only eight people in the league. I mean, it's nobody... I literally asked years ago to change at least the, the schedule or the divisions. Flipping a team from one side to the other is not altering the schedule. But hey, you know what? To each their own. In my league, mm, I didn't reactivate my league because um, I don't think it's fair to anyone. Especially if at this point, we don't know if the NFL is even going to start. Is it? They say that it is. We don't know. Plus, we don't know which players are going to be boycotting and we don't know which players are going to be protesting, and we certainly don't know which players are going to test positive and have to not play. No. I'm, no, no, no. I ain't got time to waste with this nonsense. So, boycott for a year. May reactivate my next, next year. Who knows? We'll see. In other news, the man I idolize and his family... 
tested positive for COVID-19. The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has tested positive with his wife and two daughters. All of them tested positive for COVID-19. Well, I'm sorry. The Rock social distance. He promotes wellness. How did he and not Mexi get COVID-19? How is it possible that I came in close contact with somebody who supposedly tested positive, yet my idol, The Rock, got it from some friends who did not know that it was easily transmitted? Please. Well... I don't know how they didn't know it was easy to transmit it. It's been all over the news. But anywho, let's wish a get well soon to The Rock and his family. Hopefully everything turns out okay. This is why you don't crash random strangers' weddings and you actually come to the ones that you're formerly invited to. But I'm no, that's no here nor there. Um, in other news... NBA playoffs are back in full swing. The Miami Heat are up two games to zero on the Bucks. Well, Milwaukee, are you too distraught from what's happening in Kenosha to play basketball? Huh. Interesting. And that leads us into the topic of today's, the message of today's podcast, if you will. Promises and keeping your word. Now, when Maxi says he's going to do something, oh, he's going to do it. So this month, I decided to spoil myself and decided to, you know, purchase an ad to promote my business, Maxi Worldwide. And one of the first announcements was to let everybody, everybody out there know that... Despite all my races going virtual, even the most recent one, uh, one of the remaining two races I had, both in Ohio, mind you, in October, were still not canceled or virtual. Oh, these assholes messaged me or emailed me this week saying, yep, race is canceled. Uh, You can donate the money to charity or use it as credit for a future race. Yeah, because I'm going to race I want to sign up for another race of yours when I know that when you cancel, you don't reimburse people. Yeah, that's not going to help me want to sign up for another one of your shitty races. I think it was the Motown Marathon. Jesus Lord. Anywho. So, Mexi has officially signed up for about 40 races this year just just in advance knowing that a lot of them would get canceled just so that i can keep my word of saying i was going to honor my man kobe bryant and do 32 marathons this year so far if you include the virtual ones i believe in my if my stats are not lying i'm on 15 and the 100th is number 16. So halfway there. Yeah, it's a lot harder to do it when your 14 and 14 days goes out the window. For those of you who don't remember, the New England Challenge, half of those 14 got postponed. Well, they didn't get permits for half of the days, so makes you defer them to next, next May. Ugh, whatever. So... It is what it is. But then here's here's a part that I am still trying to figure out regarding that Kobe Bryant challenge. I vowed to donate the money to his foundation or his academy. But turns out, upon donating the money for race five right as the pandemic started back in April, oh, it turns out they uh, they stopped accepting donations. Now, now you can't even go to the page and say, hey, please donate here, or hey, if you want to donate, 
uh, please refer to so-and-so. No, it's just, it's unavailable at this time. Listen, Vanessa, if you don't want my money, that is fine. If you think I need my money more than, than children in need, I disagree. I'm doing pretty well for myself, considering, again, I've kept my word at work. And we'll get into that in a second. So, why keeping your word is such an important thing? Well, because unlike other people and the younger generations that are out here whining and protesting, keeping your word means more. It shows who you are. Everyone likes to talk nowadays about, oh, so-and-so's a liar, the president's a liar, Biden's a liar, everybody's phony. Yeah, all politicians are phony. I actually read... Read an article on AOC, Ocasio-Cortez, the uh, congresswoman, very outspoken congresswoman, from New York, you know, former waitress. She's heard it all. And I saw a clip of when she got insulted and she stood up for herself in Congress and gave her speech. And I watched a documentary on Netflix. So, not gonna lie, kind of like the kind of like the gal. So, Ocasio Cortez, this is your open invitation to join me on the podcast. If you have the balls to actually join one of the fellow constituents that you don't agree with, that vote for you know who, who who you don't like. But even she does not keep her word. Why do I say that? Because in 2018, when she got elected to Congress. Oh, we're here for change. We're here to, to be more progressive, pass new policies. Yeah. Um, and here I am staring at Kenosha, Wisconsin going up in flames. Here I am watching the media tell me that a giant flame burning buildings in Kenosha, Wisconsin is fiery but peaceful. And that's what I mean. Here I am watching the NBA playoffs. Oh, FYI, ratings for the NBA playoffs are down. Oh, everybody's going to attribute that to COVID-19. Oh, no, no. I don't like watching the NBA playoffs because, A, there's nobody there. B, I already know what's going to happen this year, especially since we're in the bubble. And C, you guys are getting a little too political on this nonsense. Oh, we'll come back and play Turn all the stadiums into voting centers. Yeah, okay. Because you know the owners are not going to dick you when the CBA comes along in a couple years. Yeah, because guess what? Basically, for those of you who don't understand what happened with the NBA uh, boycotts that started with the Milwaukee Bucks. I firmly believe, again, this is solely my opinion, hence the show is called Mexi Mind Matters, but when I judge a situation, ask my wife, 90% of the time I'm right. But, I'm also right based on experience. My, my wealth of knowledge is not to be taken lightly. Because here I am thinking If I was an NBA player, mind you, if nobody believes me, you can always look this up because facts are facts. The NBA league minimum is a million dollars. So, if I'm making a million dollars a year, mind you, that is literally more than 10 times my current salary. And that's with me working at least 50 hours a week. I haven't averaged that since the beginning of the pandemic. So, 
if I'm getting a million dollars a year, and I'm, you know, my team's based out of Milwaukee, and I don't like what's going on, even though, I don't know, the person who supposedly got shot seven times in the back, mind you, a little bit excessive, nobody's denying that it's excessive. What I'm saying is, we shouldn't be protesting that brutality when the dude possibly had a knife and was wanted for sexual assault, aka also rape. So, it's okay to protest the rapist. But then recently, I read an article on there's this uh, white dude that killed a black police officer who had a family of three. Nobody batted an eye about it. And nobody was outraged because this happened in March. And I'm like, why is this only coming out now? What did it come out yesterday? Oh, the body cam came out. And yeah, they put one of those spit bags on him and asphyxiated him when they pushed him down into the ground. Kind of like George Floyd. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Why, why is nobody, why is this the first time I'm hearing of this? Oh, because this was beginning of the pandemic in Rochester, New York. Spit bags are used when criminals or detainees are spitting on police officers. This guy was spitting at a police officer, running butt naked while it's snowing in Rochester, New York, during the beginning of the pandemic. Now, why is he running butt naked? I don't know. I guess we do have free will. But you expect the cops not to do anything? Okay. You're spitting on them. What do you want them to do? Not put a bag on your head? Oh, you happen to die. Okay. Now, on the report... It does say asphyxiation as the cause of death. Hmm. But it also says that the dude tested for PCP in a system. And that was a contributing factor. Oh. Oh. Well, look at that. Shocker. This is the problem. And this is what I mean by keeping your word. People are trying to tell us. LeBron. This is why... I don't like the guy. Saying that black people live in fear is a lie. The man doesn't know how to keep his word. Oh, when he was in Miami, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. If he's counting the NBA finals or actual titles. Yeah, not keeping his word. I will never leave Cleveland. Not keeping his word. I'm the chosen one. No, you're not. And now, oh, we're going to boycott the season. Yeah. Hell you are, because all the owners said, again, I forgot to finish that sentence, summarizing the NBA boycott, everybody said, Bruno, stop playing, they stopped playing, the owner said, we're not paying you, you're not going to play, we're not going to pay you. Okay, that's fine, LeBron said, everybody's like, no. Oh, look, they're playing. The owners and management decided to give them some leeway and turn, you know, the arenas into voting centers, blah, blah, blah. Let me, let me tell you right there, I like how Michael Moore, the director, now likes to take credit for my ideas from way back when. But I'm going to repeat what I said two years ago. Trump is winning another term because once again, we can't trust who the DNC is going to throw out there. You really expect me to believe that out of all the options that I watched on the debate stage, Joe Biden was the best option? No. He got the majority of the vote, supposedly. Why? Because black people voted for him. Oh, why? Did, did you guys enjoy his political view, views? What he was going to do with climate change? Medicare for all? Oh, no. Only because the majority of you voted for him because he was with Obama. That's your argument. I've heard that multiple times from the African-American community in those states that actually got him the DNC nomination. So then everybody dropped out and everybody who said Joe Biden is this, this, and this, and that, now they're going back on their word. Huh. Keeping your bloody word. 
and it drives me bananas. So annoying. Oh yeah, the NBA players. Oh, I'm sure they can boycott the rest of the season. It's only playoffs left. I mean, then the bubble is only 22 teams in the bubble. The 30, great. Oh yeah, I'm sure LeBron can afford to not play with his millions. Kind of like how oh yeah, Kaepernick can take a knee and not play football anymore. He's got endorsements. Fucking turd. Keeping your word. Before we continue, let's remind everybody of our awesome sponsors. As always, American National. Call my man Ramo. He'll hook you up on your bundling. Save on home, auto, and life. Use promo code MEXI and you'll save big on your bundling. American National, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. How's this hand and stone massage? Mexi goes to one in Polaris. You can go one in Polaris. You can go one in Dublin, Black Lake, anywhere in the country. Use promo code Mexi. Save on your first sweetest massage or your membership. Extra perks not included. Hand and Soul Massage, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And Super Studios 253. Join now. Use promo code Mexi. Save on your first class. Join Team Super. It is no longer August, but they always have fun classes. Running, yoga, hot yoga, barre, whatever you want. Super Studio 253, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, as we continue, keeping your motherfucking word. <sighs> I don't know what bugs me more. Not keeping the word or being delusional about what you thought you could do when we all knew you could not do it. Now, I only bring this up because in the whole process of me promoting my company and my ad went to friends and friends of friends I did not anticipate that it would reach a former employee who then commented on the post and the ad and reminded Mexi that we had an agreement I said if you quit our firm before the end of March I will allow you to slap me in the face. However, it is a place that I pick of my choosing. And my choice was my next marathon. So she she said, oh, you're running your 100th? Yeah, I, I can slap you in your face like our agreement. I said, well, here is... Again, an open invitation. Yes, right now, Flights on Spirit, an airline you like to use so well, are only $50. Actually, they're around 40 bucks. Round trip, mind you. So, I'm flying first class. Maxi's flying first class. Penthouse suite at the Luxor is where we're staying for another championship belt, this one's going to read a hundredth marathon. By all means, book your flight. Even bring that turd of an ex that you took back that you hopefully still live with. And I will actually allow you to do that. Even though, you know, if you really wanted to keep your word and keep our agreement you would have reached out oh I don't know oh, any of the other 15th time I've done a virtual one hmm just saying but no you cried like a little bitch when I basically told you you deserved to be let go because you sucked at your job case in point I said 
if you ever let me do what you guys do, negotiating, not only will I do it better than you, I would bring in more money. Both facts as of today, both accurate statements as of right now, beginning of September, not only have did it take me two months to beat Kevin, not only have I brought in more money than both of them did the year before at this day and time. But now he's doing one or two a day, a month, sorry, one or two a month, which is nothing. That is child's play. And he's getting paid a 40-hour salary to do nothing because he only knows how to negotiate. Kind of like how this former employee, same thing. She only knew how to negotiate. She didn't know how to do anything else. <clears throat> so, once again, when I tell you <clears throat> I'm going to hit higher numbers than you, it is not a prediction. It is a spoiler alert. And that is exactly what ended up happening so basically, it's not a spoiler alert. It's a damn fact. So, why do I mention this about work? Well, our system, when we changed our system two years ago to GrowPath, this computer system who supposedly is very good, the software, UpCycle, haha, they're going to give us 600, 600 new clients a month. That was a lie. However, I can't really dog the system entirely because it has allowed us and me to keep track of the amount of nonsense that you guys don't do at work, including our office manager. Yeah. So, now, oh yeah, there's no excuse. It's right there. Oh, you haven't fixed your grow path? Yeah, again, only place I know of, and I swear if I didn't get paid what I get paid, this would not be fly. Only place I know of where everybody's told you need to do this within a month, fix your cases and grow path, or else. And the only person that did it entirely is yours truly. Oh, yeah, now a full year later. Oh, yeah, we can't fix stuff. We can't fix anything because nobody, including the office manager, fix their growth path. If you are the manager of a firm and you see that an entire lip department refuses to do it, guess whose job it is to assure it gets done? Yours. If you're buddy-buddy with the accountant and you guys are trying to get credit for dispersing and then checks get lost in the mail final pay letters go to the incorrect locations whose fault is that the office managers people not following protocol and people basically not doing their job yeah that falls on leadership which to some degree it is my attorney but it's not an attorney's job to run the office and still practice law. It is That's why there's an office manager. The fact that on paper, whenever he needs you, you're listed as a paralegal and not the actual office manager means your word has no value, which means that you might as well also be let go. I was asked this week because once again I was brought into the office manager's office so that she could just tell me how much somebody else is not doing at home. And I said, okay, so Elizabeth's doing two demands a month. She's got 50 active files, 80 total files. Yeah, that's abysmal. So is Lisa, who's got three and stole four of my settled files. 
Oh, uh, she Lisa does a lot more. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Once again, and I said to her, this is why when Kevin leaves, we might get sued because this is exactly your MO, Miss Office Manager. Let's befriend and be romantically involved with the dudes. First, it was Kevin. Then it was Gina. Then it was Teresa. Then it was Brittany. Then it was Miranda. Now it's Lisa. Yes, Lisa does such a good job. The fact that she has been averaging 50 hours while having, I don't know, 10 files and doing your pay letters is a slap in the face to me who's in the office every day since the pandemic started. I do everything and I put up 39 settled and 12 demands and I have barely any files done treating. So how is that possible? How am I that good at my job but everybody else is doing more hours than me from home? The office manager herself averages 40, a little bit over 40. And I'm like, um, half the time that you're doing stuff from home, you're driving somewhere, and then every other time you get locked out of your computer, how much exactly are you doing from home? I wonder that you barely average 40 hours, yet you make it seem like you work 60. Exactly. So I don't want to hear about what Elizabeth isn't doing because none of you working from home are doing squat. Uh, 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 Yeah, I got to get back to work. So then, turns out that finally, the attorney said, you know what? Enough is enough. Both case managers... Especially the one that has 10 files. Now she has 8. Elizabeth and Lisa only allowed to do part-time from home. Which means maximum 30 hours. Oh, you want to find another job? There's the door. And mind you, I enjoy having Elizabeth around. And mind you, I think that she actually is probably one of the few that knows how to case manage it that we had in a while. I would hate losing her for that reason, but if you're going to pay her less, I wouldn't blame her for finding a full-time job. If she does, I'm going to murder her because she probably still has a shit ton of shitty files. Now, Lisa, I don't give two shits. Oh, she's a very hard worker. No. The fact that she was your bridesmaid at your recent wedding office manager is exactly part of the problem. How sad of a life do you have that literally you have to have the laziest employee on our firm be in your wedding because you don't have enough bridesmaids? Keeping your word. When I told my old attorney I wasn't going to reveal any of his secrets and I kept my word, that is what a paralegal does. A paralegal is an extension of the attorney. The attorney should be able to not have to see and do the nonsense tasks that the paralegal does because he's basically his own glorified assistant. My attorney just takes me to a whole new level because I do everything. And he doesn't have to second-guess my work. The fact that Lisa was the paralegal to the attorney that got suspended twice and fired for not doing what he was supposed to do. And when we ask you, oh, hey, what's going on with this file? You have no idea. Is a slap in the face. Then we then decided to turn you into a case manager because Michael left to go to law school 
and you didn't know how to even send a demand, you still don't even know. I already taught you this week how to do a proper request. The fact that you don't know how to request shit is exactly part of the problem. But here you are doing 50 hours a week from home with five children. Explain to me how that works. And if you weren't in a pandemic, uh, who'd be watching the kids? Oh, yeah. So I thought. And back to keeping the word, you told me, and this is the part that irked me. You told me, hey, I don't know what to do with these files. Once I send out the demand, I'm giving it to you to negotiate. That was what was agreed upon per the office manager. You hand me the files. And last month when I was trying to aim for 40, I realized, oh, three days before the end of the month, you went ahead and accepted the global settlement from the adjuster on four that were in the same accident, the ones you had given me and that were assigned to me. Oh, and then you're taking credit for settling them. Well, that's fine and dandy. I could give two shits about the numbers. What's 39 instead of 43? I could care less when the other negotiators got three. Oh, you have four? Oh, whoop-dee-doo. It took one minute to make that phone call to get those four. Congratulations. Now, I would like to see how long it's going to take you to actually negotiate down the reductions. But that's on you because I'm not going to do it. And I put them on the office manager's desk. I'm like, hey, these are the ones that Lisa settled. I'm not lifting a finger. That out of my hair. Didn't even bat an eye. Didn't even bat an eye that literally they stole from somebody else who was already assigned to negotiate the files. Didn't bat an fucking eye. And that is the problem. Keeping your word. If you tell me I'm assigned to it, I don't expect you to live a fucking finger on my files other than maybe answer a phone call. So what you were supposed to do when the adjuster called to give the settlement is take the message, make the note, tell them, okay, well, I'll discuss it with the client. Thank you. And then tag me in the note. Let me do what I'm supposed to do. But no, you decided I'll do it myself. And then I know you don't know how to do a disbursement sheet. So who else would have taught you how to do one? Oh, yeah, that's right. The one person that literally you were in their wedding that likes to chit chat with you from home and claim that they're actually showing you shit. Oh, I'm on my way to Hillary to teach how to use GrowPath. That should have been done ages ago. The amount of time I've, times I've heard you go to her house to teach her how to do shit. Uh, yeah. The fact that she doesn't even know what the file vault is, which is right there on the screen when she logs into a file, is ridiculous. The office manager is the first to say, oh, yeah, I'm buddy-buddy with you. And then the first to stab you in the back to save her job. Oh, yeah, we're turning them part-time and we're finally letting go of Kevin. Hallelujah. We're finally told him, bring in the files. We no longer have a need for an off-site negotiator. And this motherfucker has the balls to ask, What's my new job title going to be? Uh, we're not paying you 40 hours to do nothing. You've clearly shown you don't know how to do anything else. You were hired as a negotiator. Yeah, you were great because the other negotiator sucked ass. You're not as great as this guy who's been blowing you out of the water this whole time. Settling, mind you, my own fucking files that I myself case manage. Something that you've constantly used as an excuse to say, oh, they've been poorly case managed. Well, how is that possible if this guy settles them left and right? Hmm. I remember when Christina was in the office and she was negotiating her own files. She would put up 30 demands, but only settled two a month. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. The math is off. She's not doing something right. Oh, but who am I? Who was I at the time to question that? Oh, it turns out she leaves. Yeah, she wasn't doing stuff right. Because when I have 12 demands and 39 settled, that's how it's supposed to be. Your settled should be the highest number if you're doing it correctly. 
or the numbers should at least be somewhat close to each other. But if they're not, yeah, that something's going off. With us getting no new files because of the pandemic, our numbers should be pretty high because most people that we have should be done treating. Mean what you say and keep your motherfucking word. The fact that it took me March, April, May, June, July, August, six months to potentially, now mind you again, at the time of this recording, it has not happened yet. It will happen later today. By the time of this recording, Kevin is being let go. Bring your files in by 9 a.m. today. Adios, Pepe. What is going to be my new job title? Yeah, it's called unemployed. Go find another fucking job where you can milk 40 hours and get paid for it. Pretty sure you can't. That's why Ethan left. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we're still doing intakes. Yeah, wear a mask. Oh, no, no, we can't. Yeah, you can. Hey, show them the recording. Record the sessions. Uh, uh, no, we can't do that. It's a valid. Yeah, then fuck off. Get out the door. Just get the fuck out of here. Oh, guess what? We haven't had nonsense cases in forever. I have not been brought a shitty case in in almost a year. <clears throat> Shocker. Because now, referring them out, oh, yeah, we got other attorneys that are like, yeah, this, this case is dog shit. We're not taking this nonsense. Okay, great. Let everybody else deal with the nonsense. We like to partner up with litigation. Oh, yeah. We can't settle this. It's denied. Let's litigate it. Uh, by litigate, we mean have them do the grunt work. Because, again, why? We can't trust these morons. Mean what you say. When I tell you I'm going to do a letter of recommendation for you to get into law school, guess what? You get into law school. When I tell you I am going to negotiate better than anybody else, yeah. I don't fuck around. It is not that hard to keep your motherfucking word. Which brings me to the final point about keeping your word. I got an email this week. Nice little email. From uh, my good man, Chris, who lives in Poland. If you're listening to the podcast, Chris, I did read your email. And not that I'm ignoring it, but I chose to wait until somebody else responds before I give in my two cents. And here's why. Because I already knew what was going to happen. Normally, in previous times, when an email like that is sent... Oh, we already got 10 responses. Benny chimes in. Axel chimes in. Ram chimes in. Adrian chimes in. Everybody starts emailing back and forth. I wake up to like 10, 20 emails that I got to read. The good old depressed Matt tells us his depressed story. Well, considering that only two of you were decent human beings enough to actually come to... My wedding is the reason why I'm waiting until somebody else says something to analyze the full situation. Because as I've mentioned before, and as I told these people when they came to my wedding, I'm not going to forget this. You have me, I'm a man of my word, you have me fly all the way from Ohio to fucking bumfuck nowhere France help you organize your fucking wedding and did I not guarantee that your firstborn would not be born the week of my wedding oh yeah I think I did and was she oh yeah I think she I think he I'm pretty sure it's a he sorry I'm pretty sure he wasn't or she wasn't I don't fucking know because I don't keep a touch. Why? Because if you don't come to my wedding, you are dead to me. 
So when I read that you're organizing a get-together for next summer, conveniently fitting your schedule, yeah, let's meet in Croatia. Yeah, let's meet in Poland. Why on earth? If I don't like going camping, why on earth would I want to spend two grand to take me and my wife to go camping in bumfuck nowhere Poland wearing a mask? Croatia, more appealing. But again, it's a nine-hour drive for you. It's an insane amount of money for us. And I'm pretty sure to this date, the U.S., if you're American, you still can't fly to Europe. How do I know that? Oh, yeah, because I was going to go get tickets for Anfield for our last home game for when we get awarded the title. That didn't happen. Supposed to go to Mexico, do a few races. That also didn't happen. So, yeah. Why are we not meeting halfway? Barcelona? I'd be okay going to Barcelona for running of the Bulls next July. That's just an idea. But again, I'm pretty sure my schedule for next year, um, whatever day is picked, uh, my... Neighbors, cats, owners, girlfriends, dad has some kind of uh, surgery that unfortunately it's going to be a no-go regarding the situation. And to this day, nobody else has responded to that email. Shocker, huh? Huh? Are they too busy where there are their lives? Is DX dead? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is because... The one person that actually cared is now the one person that doesn't care. Yeah, no, sorry. No excuse. Now, I have no problem going to visit you in Poland because my wife would like to visit Poland. But she's more of a, hey, let's go to museums and let's go sightseeing because she's never been to these places. Then let's go camping in bumfuck nowhere. FYI. Hey, Benny, you want me to come visit you? I'm all for that. But nowadays, Mexi spoiled. So, yeah, (laughs) I'm sure I'll be staying at the Hilton anywhere I go. And that's man of my word. Kind of like when I tell my family, hey, the only reason I have the WhatsApp group chat is to stay in touch and find out your news. But when you're using it every day to post nonsense memes that don't make any sense and send prayers, oh, have a blessed day. Oh, thank God for another joyous day. And nobody... Actually, half of you didn't come to the wedding. The other half hasn't even asked how I'm doing, considering I'm pretty sure my dad told everyone that, oh, I had a scare because my liver enzymes were high. Oh, nobody batted an eye. So I said, the next nonsense meme, I'm posting pictures of my poops with a commentary for everyone. And for a week, nobody said anything. My wife said, oh, they probably just created a separate chat. Oh, yeah, I don't, they're, they're too dumb to create a separate chat to do that as a, as, a, as a side quest. No, no, no. I knew that they were not doing anything. Yeah. Oh, shit. Alex is a man of his word. And then the two memes that came up. Who were they from? My dad. And I said, well, told you. For the first one, I said, warning. This is your warning shot. One more time. Pictures of my poop. And then first thing this morning, stupid meme. The stupid prayer. Guess what? Picture of my turds right there in the chat. Where everybody else has a shame organ, I don't. I just have an extra organ of awesomeness. True story. So with that being said, try me and you'll see just how good I am at keeping my word. 
When somebody tells me, don't do this because I never do it, and then they do it, that's not keeping your word. When somebody tells me, oh, yeah, um, this aggravates me, this annoys me, please do it because I can't, but then I know that you can do it, you just choose not to, not keeping your word. Oh, I'm working from home. Oh, I'm very busy. But yet, you have time to be on Facebook, send messages, uh, entertain family members for an hour, and nobody bats an eye and everybody else is doing it because you can see when they're idle because you're all working from home. Not true again. When I tell you I will do something or not do something, you can take that to the bank. Now that is all we have as today's message for the podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. If I don't see you, happy Labor Day. And as always, remember, all the episodes are on iTunes and SoundClouds. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. And if you have any questions or concerns, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, you know the deal. If you're privileged enough to have my direct dial, hit me up. And always remember, people, Where there's a Mexican, there's always a way. Until next time.